I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to the podcast in which I, David Baddiel, talk to Tim Hinks. Hello, Tim. Hello, David. This is an interesting intro. <laughs> yeah, the reason I've gone for this intro is that uh, regular listeners will know that before the summer, we talked about um, changing this podcast so that it's not just about David Bowie anymore. Uh, never was just about David Bowie, but that it's not even branded anymore no. with David Bowie. This is a bold move, isn't it? This it's, is it is a bold move. I know what's coming, and I'm feeling quite excited. Oh, I feel sort of strangely nervous. I know. Well. I noticed that uh, you're uh, taking a bit of time here. Well, okay. partly because I think I feel bad towards David. Uh, God rest his soul. Uh, anyone listening who might be members of his family, mm. uh, and just generally fans of David Bowie. Uh, there was a b- quite a big reaction to me saying on Twitter, mm. I mean big, what I mean is small, um, <laughs> saying on Twitter that we might not be talking about David Bowie anymore. SM Witz says, for me a huge highlight of the show are the semi-regular Bowie discussions, even if they're only there to jumpstart your conversation. So no matter how you rebrand the podcast, please do continue bringing them up every now and then. Well, I think we will That's do that. That's good sensible advice. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I'm sure we'll do that. That doesn't sound like a crying fan. That sounds like someone who's thinking clearly. Meanwhile, Bint at Tramp Lord right. says, I like the Bowie theme. It mm. makes the podcast hang together, like the presence of the street in Coronation Street <laughs> or the presence of Cowley in The Professionals. Which one was Cowley? Uh, was that Gordon Jackson? It's a good point, Edge. I think it was Gordon Jackson, yeah. Talking time for the Moon Boys gathers together, says Simon Giddings, all those Bowie fans who are simultaneously in awe of his talent and also embarrassed by his naff bits. Please keep it Bowie in essence, even if it's not about Bowie. Yes, it's nice. Andy McAfee agrees. Nice to hear a Bowie podcast where it's not all about how great he is, even if I do disagree with David's opinion on 90s and 2000s Bowie. Which presumably says it's not I think like... these are all pointing in the right direction. These are all saying... My favourite podcast. I wish it was longer. Uh... Keep the essence of Matt Bowie. Webber says shock news followed by the most Bowie centric episode in ages. Yeah, so yesterday's selection was very funny. God, it seems years ago. Well, yesterday mm. it feels very much mm. yesterday. Yeah. On, but if you're going it? to abandon the comedian of pop, why not focus on the king of pop instead? I think he means Michael Jackson. What could right. possibly go wrong? Right. Steve Bowerman says the more Bowie, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Uh, Jay says, I'll still listen to what I can only imagine will be called the Shit and Sugar podcast. Yeah, that's good. Well, again, that's a pointing to the direction that we haven't been very Bowie-centric for a long time. Oh, God. Gareth Murphy says, please oh. don't rebrand. Oh, God. And don't deny us the exquisite pleasure of hearing Badil belatedly realise there's been no Bowie chat for 37.4 minutes <laughs> as he desperately tries to segue genital and non-tangenital mm. conversations back to the great man before thank you for goodbye. <laughs> Wilson says we barely scratched the surface. I need my. I mean, this is a lot of people. We are because we, I, think, I think it will lose its identity 
as a Bowie podcast, yeah. if it becomes, and hold on to your hats, listeners, this is what we're thinking of calling it, Badil's Bollocks. Right, see, I like that. I tell you, even as I say it, even though I quite like it, and it's very kind of you to like mm. it, even though your name isn't in it. No. Which a lot of listeners will instantly think, well, no, but I think it helps surely balance. this podcast is all about Tim Hinks. It helps balance the fact that I'm the funny one. Yeah. And, I'm, I'm and the clever one. And I'm the famous one. <laughs> you're the famous one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but as I said it, mm. and we have talked about that being the title, yeah. the sheer crassness and laddishness of Badil's bollocks compared to Stalking Time for the Moon yeah, Boys, right, which of right. course is an evocative, magical lyric from yeah. the Beauty Brothers, yeah. suddenly struck me as terribly sad. <laughs> I can feel you are getting quite sad. <laughs> yeah. I think, look, the way I look at it, as so I know you star in TV shows, and you know, but having made TV shows over 25 years, 25 years, uh, is you sometimes like Bowie, you have to move on. You have to say, right, we did a very... We loved doing two years of Bowie. It was two years, maybe even two and a half. That's been two and a half years. Yeah. Jesus like, do you Christ. remember when we started, there was that podcast called The A to Z of Bowie? Yeah, I think that's still, isn't that still we, going? Well, I think they definitely must have got to well, Z they got by to now. Z. By the way, what do you think they did for Z? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is is the, the... And they've got long gone, as far as I know. And when so we started... we've outlasted other yeah, Bowie well, when podcasts. we started, we got worried, thinking, oh, God, there's another Bowie podcast right at the same time. As yeah, well, the we way stayed... we dealt with that was by not talking about David Bowie. True. Yeah. Or the alphabet. Yeah. But we, we've we been going for quite a long time doing this, and this will always be there. They'll always like be there. The spiders will... It's interesting, cannot... though. I see a part of you now, because, see, because the romantic part of me is like, yeah, but... You know, we became friendly, really, talking about David mm. Bowie. We've mm. now done this podcast. Mm. Seven people really like it. <laughs> you know, it's become our thing. And part of the joke is, well, we hardly ever talk about David Bowie, mm. but it still mm. hangs together like mm. the street in Coronation Street mm. and all that. But you, I'm seeing the hard-hearted <laughs> TV executive part of you now, which is saying, yeah, that was all great, but is it bringing mm. in the big bucks? No, it isn't. Well, it's definitely not that. Yeah, yeah, whereas Patil's bollocks. <laughs> Definitely will, is what you, you seem to be saying. I don't know if I'm saying it'll definitely bring no, in the bucks. I'm not saying that. Uh, I, yeah, I, don't, I can't don't. promise you that Badil's bollocks will either. No, but um, but it might free us up to... It might be our style council to the yeah. jam. I think part of the issue is that that doesn't help, because I prefer the jam. Oh, but well, OK, I prefer the jam, but I think style council... Might be the wings to, to our of, Beatles. <laughs> might be the... Yeah, wing, the band the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, could have been. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, one guy... Yeah. Says, nice final send-off. Great last line, too. I don't know what it was. Thank you for goodbye. Uh, can I suggest you keep it music-focused? I can see the huge round final split where David claims the Beatles are overrated and Tim discusses why Genesis were better when Phil took over the vocals. Debs McLaughlin says, I'd listen to you two talk about the weather, which we did. A sort of yes, sort of whatever. Yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. I, I'd be happy to, yeah. OK. We're thinking about calling it Badil's Bollocks. Yeah. Which, okay. which to me is is, you know, you're very famous... That's going to be helpful to, to you know, to, to, um, to get it out there and get a bit of attention. But also it's true to what we're trying to do, which is just talk about what occurs to us. Yes. Bowie's going to occur to us quite a lot. I talk about Bowie at least three times a day, just to whoever I'm with. And it keeps the B element. It, OK, yeah. now you're grasping at straws. <laughs> grasping at straws. <laughs> How many letters does it have in common with Bowie? <laughs> One. It's got... Yeah. It's got an O. Yeah. Badil's bollocks. It's got an E. But if it was Badil's Bowie bollocks, that would sort of be what the podcast had been. Yeah, exactly. So now we're just taking one word out of that. So that's all it is. <laughs> it was yeah. not possible. I mean, what we have to talk about is the photo as well, because the photo is me well, and you with a lightning stripe. Well, and we are thinking... Photo of, of your bollocks. Well, we can't have that. You see, mm. part of the problem with it calling it Bo- Badil's bollocks is it's a bit viz. 
and it feels mm. might feel a bit nineties. Right. And what we don't want, I think, is a is a you know, graphic picture of my bollocks or perhaps a pair of tentacles we, with glasses on. We, we Although actually that strikes me as quite funny now. <laughs> Like, a, like I don't a, want to see that. A viz like picture yeah. of, of testicles, quite hairy, with a pair of uh, some pair of glasses. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see that. Some kind of nose. Oh, maybe now I do. <laughs> <laughs> but we were thinking of just the same picture, uh, which is me and you with no tops on, and just no lightning strike. Right. Yeah, but I think if we're going to retake a photo, we don't need to be doing the same thing. We can be. Um... No, but but to provide a bit of continuity, perhaps. Oh, I see what you mean. So it's me and you. Exactly the same with you sort of looking. But at it me, could be us, say, looking at me a side eye, right? But, but with no lightning strike. And, oh, I see. and because uh, you're bald, yeah, <laughs> and weird. I'm hairy, it might look a bit like bollocks. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, yeah, not quite. Really, I think we'd have to both be. Yeah, I tell you what would suit best is if we were both bald for yeah. bollocks, but with quite a lot of hair at the back of our heads <laughs> sticking up. <laughs> And then, and then between us, a big penis. <laughs> I don't think we necessarily want to. I think it could just be the two of us. I'm sure there's someone you work with who could do for the big penis. <laughs> so we've rebranded the podcast. I mean, basically, I'm going with Tim because even though you know it's called Badil's Bollocks, and you know it's meant to be like I'm driving this podcast at some level, he's the one who I feel knows about you know what the people want because he like did Big Brother. But I think. <laughs> Yeah, but I also did help my dog is as fat as me. No, that didn't well, Why did that have, have help in it? Couldn't that just be called my dog is as fat as me? Well, that could that implies a Did you have neutral... a meeting where you discussed the title of that? Like we're so, discussing Badil's bollocks? Definitely. Just to explain for anyone who doesn't know, Tim, I know we, we but some people forget because they just think he's the funny bloke I speak to. Uh, Tim is quite an important television executive. He used to run a company called Endemol who did make Big Brother and mm. they also apparently, I never watched mm. it, made a programme, he has mentioned it before, called Help My Dog Is As Fat As Me. Yeah. Um, so did you sit down and talk about the title? Yeah, I mean, that was actually... A, so the idea was, you know, a weight loss show and there was some research which showed that... It was a people... weight loss show, it wasn't an animal show. No, well... What so the, I wouldn't the... know that. I would have thought this was a show about fat animals. Well, it kind of well it was, but what it, what this research showed is that owners who eat a lot, yeah, or who are fat, shouldn't judge, but they definitely eat a lot, definitely. Um, uh, but just, but ordinary food, also, not dog food. No, but they overfeed their animals. Oh, really? So often you have a fat owner and a fat dog, for example. Do you? Yeah. Okay. That was this research. I'm saying my cats are quite fat. What does that say about me? I mean, I'll let you. Yeah. Jump to whatever conclusion you want. I don't jump. So <laughs> I find that quite difficult for some reason. I'll let you loll over <laughs> yeah. to the conclusion. And so we, we thought it'd be really interesting to do a show where you and your pet lost mm. weight at the same time. And ah. that could feel quite warm and quite, you know, and quite right. supportive. When you say interesting, mm. you mean, well, I mean <laughs> on Channel 5? On you? BBC Three. Oh, BBC Three, right. And the point about the title is at that period of time, mm. as if you remember, because there, there was a select committee that mentioned it at a certain point, which is that, they, that BBC Three once was in this phase of doing these very grabby titles, yes. like I'm a sort of hairy woman. Do you remember there was one called... You know, I know, but and, I'm, and, I'm interested... I've eaten my own bollocks. While we're talking and, about titles, yeah. I, I, I find myself slightly depressed, although we're going with Badil's bollocks possibly, but the fact that titles now... And television titles are sort of the worst of it, really. Right. Tend to be incredibly like say what what it is, say what's the, what it says on the tin. Like it's like you know in the old days, yeah, titles could be quite mystical and evocative, and yeah. who knows why 
they were called this I, sort I don't of know thing. whether uh, I th- yeah you know, I, and even those dramas I mean they're apparently very mm. good but dramas like important dramas that win awards are called things like killed by my boyfriend and I think like I'm sure that's a good well drama, that's an interesting drama, example because that's, like, that's so little it's an amazing drama but I know I know exactly what I mean there's a reason two reasons for that both linked one is that they're often aimed at young people Right, young and, people don't understand. And there's a, there's a if feeling you call, of... If you call your book Ulysses rather than a if, bloke walks if, around Dublin, <laughs> right, they won't understand. <laughs> is that what it's about? Yeah, yeah. I fucking never worked it out. Yeah. Um, and so there's a feeling, rightly or wrongly, that you want to be a bit more clear about what you're offering. Right. Black Mirror. Yeah. No, Black Mirror is a brilliant title. It's a brilliant title, but it's Black also Mirror's tells you... It, right. Well, it sort of does once you understand mm. it's about technology. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's a really brilliant title. I remember title. a conversation about changing rooms... Remember that show? Yeah, the DIY, DIY show. DIY show. It's yeah. huge, right? Yeah, yeah. With uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, yeah. Carol Smiley, yeah. Andy, Andy, all that lot. Andy, Andy. Do you remember that? that? I don't remember him. No. Yeah. I thought you said Andy, Andy. I thought oh, we had two names that were both Andy, <laughs> and then I realised you said Andy. That was when it went to an extreme. He just repeated his name, so young yeah. people understood he was called Andy. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a conversation about it became changing rooms, which was a very big hit for three, four, five years. And, and, and the BBC were at one point, yeah, they said it sounds a bit like it might be a sports show. Yeah, yeah or about they, swimming pools. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were worried about that. They were worried. Well, about, after it started, or uh, during the conversation, right? You know, during the the, the 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 development of it. But that's the thing. That's the point. Is that mm. normally that a title time, yeah. like Badil's bollocks mm. means two things. Like Badil's bollocks yes. means I see what you mean. that I'm mm. rubbish, and that's yeah. a bit of self-deprecation. Mm. It may also mean that I'm talking bollocks like I yes. do on this podcast. Yes. I just talk about the first thing that comes into my head, yes. and so do you. So therefore, it's got a double meaning. Mm. But for someone to say, if you had said to me, oh, I don't think that's very good because I think it suggests mm. that you're shit, mm. I would say, no, mm. that's partly the point. Yes. Right? That's the point about changing rooms. So no, it's, it is a it yeah. is an extant word, extant phrase, BBC. That's the point. It, it's, it also means changing a house from yes. one room to another to a different type the of room. The first show I ever worked on was called... Food and drink. Yes. <laughs> that is that is unbelievable, isn't that it? That is about sailing, but as you know. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you find that a bit flattening and depressing? Well, that, at the time... When, when you hear that... I mean, the probably... honest truth is I thought, fucking hell, amazing, I've got a job in telly, this is yes. the most exciting thing ever, so I didn't think like that. Yeah. It did... I was very... What were you on food and drink? I was a researcher. Right, so you didn't And then I became producer. like, lay the table. <laughs> I didn't like the table. I don't think I don't think I ever watched food and drink. I just it was imagined in a studio. I just imagined it's people with it a table and eating. No, it was in, it was like a magazine show. It was in a studio. Was Chris, it before Judy Golden? Do you remember the wine taster yeah, and Oz Clark G- and yeah, all sort of slightly sort of brilliant mad yeah sort of wine taster? But, but it wasn't like cookery show. Yeah, it was cook. It was recipes. It was wine tasting. It right. was films about. Was it the first one that started the I big? Think it was one of the first cooking. Yeah, thing well, chefs TV. like Marco Pierre White went on it. Anthony Orr Thompson, Gordon Ramsay, they all were on it at certain right. points. So okay, it was. And yeah, it was called fun. Food and Drink. It's called Food and Drink. So, so who came up with that? That's a good point. I don't know. Right, I don't know, but it the definitely. Whole point I'm making is mm. when did titles become literal? Yeah, well, that was in the that was 1989. Right? Oh, was it? Oh, okay. So you did help my dogs. And it was on Vic Reeves and Big. They did a pastiche of it. Right. On oh, what like MasterChef, like MasterChef yeah. pastiche. With- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Which more winner is famously in. Of course. Yeah. And they called it, which always tickled me, they called the show The Food and the Drink. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I love. That is so brilliant. Which somehow is. Yeah, but what is so brilliant about that, it's very Reason Mortimer, yeah. is it somehow brings out something that's ridiculous about the show being called Food and Drink. It it's so good. <laughs> Welcome uh, to The Food and the Drink. <laughs> so just to prove how complicated and how life can just be like, Contradictory and weird, mm. and that's mm. the great thing about it. Mm. We're now going to talk about David Bowie, yeah. because well, you want to, are, you love him. You want to play me a David Bowie song, which I think I know anyway. It's basically these these rare recordings when he was rehearsing. I mean, when I'm five, he's on like a Derham album, but you want this? I don't think it is. It is. Here it is. When I'm five, I will wash my face and hands all by myself. When I'm five, I will chew and spit tobacco like my grandfather Jones. So, I've listened to that this morning. I haven't heard is, that. On is that the version? No, yeah. it's not. But it, 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 I'm pretty sure it's it's an actual recording. Yeah, it's I not... haven't heard it before. I don't think it's on yeah, the I've world of David. Okay, and it struck me. I was listening to it this morning. I think I think that's absolutely beautiful. But I know it's also sort of laughable. And I don't know where I stand. Where do you stand on that? I find that incredibly touching. Well, I... But it's awful I, as well, isn't I, it? I, I think it's part of what Bowie was doing. Mm. <laughs> I think it's part of what Bowie was doing round about then, which involved this weird cross between novelty songs, which you've talked mm. about, like Laughing Gnome and mm. other things like it, and then a sort of odd childlikeness, which yeah. I think he got from Sid Barrett. Yeah. I, th- I think... But it, does it affect like, you, When you song? listen to Sid Barrett, mm. like... You know, um, see Emily play, and also mm. a lot of the songs on the first Pink Floyd album. Mm. They're sort of nursery rhyme songs. Mm. Given a, and psychedelia had that. Mm. It had mm. this weird thing that you could just say mm. childish stuff. Yeah. Um, but do you find that moving hearing that? No, I don't find it that moving no, because I, I was, because I think yeah. there's an archness to it. Yes. Like, also, what does he mean when I'm five? I will chew tobacco. No, well, it, th- the idea is that mm. it's a kid imagining being adult. Yeah. At five. What, what do you do when you're an adult? Yeah, because I think it might move me because my kids are growing as yours are. I tell you what, they it get... slightly reminds me yeah. of, uh, and, it, and it makes you feel a bit icky. Is that moment in um, uh, "Save All Your Kisses for Me" by yeah. Brotherhood of Man, right. where at the end of the song, the 
yeah. rather big bloke with a moustache <laughs> reveals that the whole song has been sung to someone who is only three. Even though you're only three. Even though you're only three. Yeah. You know, and that's supposed to be really cute yeah. in 1981 or whenever it was. No, it was uh, the 70s. Was it 70s, yeah, 1975. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be really cute. And yeah. oh, isn't that nice? It's being sung yeah, to. Yeah. And, you, and now you just think, uh. And, and even though you know. don't quite think that about Bowie because it's not as, not as pedo. No. Uh, you still, I still think like an adult sort of like pretending to be a child in that kind of self-conscious way that's, is yeah. often a bit sort of embarrassing. Which is why I'm surprised that that's not my, the, the entirely the level I take it on, but I was quite moved by it this morning. Right. And I think it's partly because my kids are growing up and so there's right. something about that thing um, where that notion of them, yeah. And I, and I love that voice that he has back at that time. No, uh, I, I, think, it, I think evocations it, of childhood that yeah. are genuinely, like, for example... Uh, I chose uh, on my Desert Island Discs, uh, which I've referred to on this show a few times, but I, one of the songs I chose was Monochrome by The Sundays. Uh, yeah. Perhaps we can play a bit of that. Mm. I'll tell you the bit I, why I specifically mm. chose okay. that bit. It's a really beautiful song. right? It's about the moon landings, but it's not just about the moon landings. Right. Right, let me just play you the last bit okay, of Monochrome by The Sundays, which is from the album Static and Silence. right? So, it, so I'll play you the beginning of it, right? Me and my sister, we crept in like shadows. It's about a child's understanding and memory of slipping down to watch the moon landings. Okay, yeah. And it ends with this line, which I virtually can't hear without wanting to cry. Oh, my God. In the same way I think you're talking about when I'm five, but I think without the archness. Okay. Hear what Harry was saying. I actually there. didn't hear what she said. Okay, she sings to be excited by a long late night. Oh wow! I, honestly, mm. it's just I see your move now. I am so moved yeah, by yeah. it because for me. That is complete. Like, yeah. like, it's such a brilliant thing. It's written by yeah. Harriet Wheeler and Dave Gavin, who are friends of mine. But that idea of like, yes, they're not really evoking the moon landings. They're yes. evoking a child having yeah, a yeah. sense that something really exciting is yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. and then the song finishes not yes. with a sense of, like, Apollo 11 coming back to Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the main thing was, also it's really brilliant <laughs> grammatically, that it finishes with just to be excited by a long late night, yes. because then that's an adult knowing they'll never, okay. they'll never feel that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because a long late night when you're an adult is generally just a bad thing. Is that right? Yeah, well, if it's... Well, to yeah. be excited... No, I know. But exactly, to be excited yeah. by the prospect yes. of a long, late night yes. is something you only feel as a child. Yes. i tell you what I'm excited about is when we leave early... I still... When you leave <laughs> early for a holiday morning... Yes. It, it, on a holiday... Not from a holiday morning. In, when you get everyone up at sort of five in the morning. Yes. That's quite exciting still, isn't actually, it? Actually, yes. And actually, there's a song by Carol King... Okay. It's, it's called First Day of August, which and that always makes you feel moved for the same kind of reason that yeah. you're talking about. Hang on, let's just play the first bit of it, right? On the first day in August, I want to wake up by your side. After sleeping with you on the last night in July. 
Okay, so it's fairly wow. Canada specific. Yeah, it's right? extremely date specific. It's extremely Canada specific, which is quite funny in a way. Uh, you sort of look like, do you actually have this in your diary, Carol? But <laughs> what I think it evokes is something which you do still feel as an adult, which yes. is at the start of the summer. Yes. A sense of like, oh yeah, there's quite a lot of time yeah. before I have to like go back to my yeah, normal yeah. life. And it's just first the day fir- in August rather than first day of August. Yeah, that's the is that an American thing. I don't know. Because I'm currently arranging a trip to LA, a yeah. work trip. Okay. Now, you'll be very familiar with it. And basically, it's going to be some point in October. Right. Will it be and the first day of October or the first day in October? It will be the first day of October after right. I've slept with you on the last of September. <laughs> of September. Yeah, yeah, which I haven't told you yet, but that's what yeah, we're planning okay, to do. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, I'm, there's a lot of toing and froing with the people organising the trip. Yeah. And, of course, what is basically, for me, impossible to, to, to get my head around, even though I understand what's happening, is they're putting the month before the day. So they're going... So if I'm no, saying, Americans yeah, that's what, yeah. So yeah, if I'm that. saying 28th of October or 28th of the 10th, they're doing 10, 28. Yeah, it wouldn't happen with 20th of October. They know what you meant. You said the 28th of October. No, but they wouldn't say, why aren't you saying October no, of the 28th? I'm resolutely <laughs> doing that. I'm saying I'm around on the 28th of October. They're coming back with, what about 30, 10? And I'm right. like, what the, I know what. Yeah, because that sounds sorry, like they 10 meet, 30. that's sa- Oh, 10 30? Yeah, they're doing month they're first. 30 10, because if they said, what about 30 10, you'd say, I'd almost definitely be dead by then. <laughs> That's like two centuries away. <laughs> and also, surely we can get into NBC's diary to pitch the show earlier than that. Yeah. They really don't like the sound of it. Um, but I'm finding that hard. So I wonder if that thing she said in the first day. In August is in America. Maybe that's what Americans say. I'd say first day of August. Right. But do you get what I'm saying? Is that yeah. I, even though we're no longer at yeah. school, yes. when the summer holidays were yeah, real, know, a real I proper thing, yeah. I still do get yes. a certain uh, yearning yes. for life always being the first day of August. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Although I think um, summer holiday, I find holiday, I mean, I actually find them quite discombobulating going on holiday. I find that quite hard. The sort do of, you? yeah, I quite like coming back from holiday. It, you have to have had a holiday to do it. Right. But I quite enjoy that thing about... So I, I, I would like to sing a... Well, holiday... I, yeah, you like to sing a song called... The, coming the last day of August. <laughs> the first day of September. <laughs> the first day of September. So I'd like to I'd sleep in my own bed. The first day... And then go back to work. The first day by September, because I'm going to make them think, well, yeah. why is he saying bye? Yeah. Uh, when we're back to work. Yeah, quite yeah, like that. You quite like that. A bit of routine, you know. I don't know. As I get older, mm. which I don't know if you know, I'm doing that. No, I've seen you doing yeah. that. Yeah, I am going to do that I, too. I started to think about like those people who like go and live in the Caribbean or whatever. Right. Which yeah. is mainly people like Bob Monkhouse. Yeah. I think they're mainly right. dead now. Those people, but those yeah. people who used to do that. Like, that's what they would do: is live in the Caribbean for yeah. most of the year. Yeah. Do like, you think that's a nice idea? I sometimes think it's a nice idea. Mm. I think it's partly because when you are on holiday. Mm. Uh, you basically spend the first couple of days. If you go on holiday for two weeks, mm. you spend the first few days like slightly discombobulated, yeah. tired. What, what, yeah. Things aren't quite right normally. Yes. You know, it's been like there's something wrong with the hire car. Yeah, uh, blah right. blah blah. Right, uh, and then you settle into it. So everything's fine for about yeah. three days, and then you get a bit depressed because you've got to go home. Yes, I I agree with that. I had so if it was longer than that, if I was like in the Caribbean for six months, like yes. Bob Monkhouse. Yeah, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't like to be like Bob Monkhouse. Really, no, in any and he's other dead, respect. by the way. And personally, because he's dead, but yeah, yeah. that's what he used to do. And I yeah. sort of, that's what people do, isn't it? Yeah, but I think I it would just be boring, wouldn't it? You can write and stuff like that, but I, I would find It'd that be boring. But I think what I would quite like mm. is that sense of what will feel like it won't actually be that, but sort yes. of endless time. Yes. That's the point, is like, you know, yes. I, of not thinking, oh, but now it's almost yeah, over. I see what you mean, yeah. Like, almost anything I'm doing, like, I like yeah. massage, right? Okay. I really like massage, but I mm. almost never get a massage without about 
20 minutes in thinking, I'm really enjoying this, but it's about to end quite soon. Okay. And I'm not talking about a happy end. Right. I'm just right. talking about ending. So you start to think, oh, what's the point? You know, yeah, like, anything really I'm it. doing that I'm enjoying. Mm. I mean, this is very glass half empty. Yeah, that is interesting. If I'm enjoying, a small part of me will self-consciously start to think during it's the enjoyment, going to... it's going to end quite yeah. soon, this yeah. thing I'm enjoying. Right. I think that about like food, like, like, like some sushi's stop... just arrived. Right. I'm almost thinking about it now. I mean, I'm mainly mm. thinking, can't wait to eat the sushi. Mm. You know, can't wait for the podcast to be over so I can eat the sushi because I'm hungry. But, but then, uh, but then mm. half, like almost a third of the way through that yeah. sushi... I'm going to be thinking, oh, this is great, but it'll be over soon. But there's two books I'm not going to write, but yeah. I would write, or yeah. pamphlets. Yeah, one of them should be called The Glass is Half Empty or Half Full, three books depending then. on how thirsty you are. <laughs> three books, then. Yeah. One would be about poppadoms being better than the main course. Right. The set, But it's don't, what you're saying. Don't agree with that, but yes. Well, but it's what you're saying. It's the, set, it's the promise, the promise of, of the main course. Yes. Is, you know, it's so better. it's all to come. Yes. And then when you've got it, yeah, it's fine, but you might only eat half of it. And feel and, a bit sick. And feel a bit full. Yeah, Over-ordered. But you're eating it knowing this is as good as it's going to get, so yeah. that's hard. And the other one is about... Is that a book, then? It's a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a thin yeah. pamphlet. What's it called? The um, Pompadoms are the best part of the meal. At the moment. Working right. title. Oh, yeah. Um, and the other one I'm a bit obsessed with is, the is you know when you go to a parents' evening yeah. or something at a school, yeah. and they might have a table with some sort of wine on it and sort yeah. of things and you know to keep everyone... Nuts. I think it's a ridiculous idea too, um, and and nuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. crisps, and you maybe pay a pound. Yes. Does, that's not pay, the point. Yes. What, what, it doesn't matter. You pay a pound for a glass of shit wine. The transactional relationship isn't the point. The yeah. point is there's one, but it's really rubbish wine. Yeah, and it's probably room temperature. Yes, you know, but people still drink it. Yeah, and I think I'm I'm my general feeling about that is I forgot why are you just drinking. Yeah. What you know is that just literally a way of taking alcohol in, even though it's really yeah. unpleasant. Why not wait till you get home in about. 45 minutes yeah. and have something nice then. Right. But what I've concluded yeah. or what, what I'm interested in is whether I'm wrong about that, whether what those parents are doing is they're taking pleasure where they find it mm. and that's a really good thing to do and I'm just holding back and actually what I notice is I'm holding back thinking I'll drink something nice when I get so home you don't need, you, you never and often have, I don't even bother. You don't, have, you don't have the warm shit wine. You no, never, you I don't drink it. it. Sorry, that's why I, I don't drink it because I think that would just be unpleasant. I'd I think something else pleasant. is going on actually, Tim, mm, right. in those things. I mean, I don't drink anymore but when I did, I would sometimes have that shit wine mm. uh, and I think that what it often is is an attempt by parents to make the event right. convivial yeah. So rather than it being like a parents' evening or yes, like just that. something which feels yeah. purely dry, yes, it's like no, 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 we're having a bit of a like yes. get together. Yes. It's you know the school is yes. uh, a place that we go to and have fun. It isn't just yes. a place we have to go to because yeah, yeah. we're parents. You know what I mean? I think yeah, no, I think totally. they're saying with that table, with that depressing table, right. with the wine and the three yeah. bagels on it that someone's yeah. made. And wrap badly in cling film. And yeah, it costs two pounds fifty. I think they're saying no. Yeah, it's you know it's a fun place to be, but. I definitely get that, but I think maybe it's good to... I think that's what I'm saying in the pamphlet. Maybe it's good to drink the warm wine. Maybe right. delaying... That, so that's pleasure. what that book is called. That's what that book's about. It's good to drink the warm wine. It's... it's I think these are self, you what you're talking it. about, both these books, aren't they? They're self-help mm. books. I mean, oh, really, maybe. I think it's yeah. one self-help book, <laughs> right, with two chapters in it called <laughs> The Poppadons of the Best Part of the Meal and It's Good to Drink the Warm Wine. And you know what the book is called? <laughs> the Food and the Drink. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called The Food and the Drink, a self-help book. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that much to go out that. Thank you very much. And uh, tune in uh, next week for another edition of Badeel's Bollocks. <laughs> Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.